Good evening, everyone. How are you? This is KB, and I am the host of the Trap in the U.S. podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is where we connect the dots between current headline news and biblical prophecy. Today is January 26, 2024. I have some major breaking news to discuss with you. Uh, but before we get into that, please uh, follow us over on YouTube, our YouTube channel. It's at Trapped in the U.S. And then also, uh, if you want to follow us at Patreon, it's at uh, patreon.com forward slash Trapped in the U.S. podcast. And please come visit our new website as well. It's trappedintheus.com. It's um, launching as we speak, and it's going to contain all the information about the podcast and how to reach out to me and uh, make suggestions, how to uh, get more connected to uh, what we're doing here. And it's my privilege and my honor to come to you again today. So we have some major breaking news. I want to get into discuss first on this one, and then I'll go into some biblical prophecy after the news. Okay. So first, interesting uh, article that came out here just a couple days ago that I want to discuss with, with everybody. It came out of the Times of London. UK must train citizens for war with Russia, says Army Chief Ger General Sir Patrick Sanders says volunteers must be prepared for conflict. This is huge development here. What, what this general is saying to the people in the UK is we are going to war with Russia and we are probably going to have to call you guys up into conscription. And you guys need to be prepared to battle on your streets, of, on the streets of UK and surrounding Europe with uh, against uh, Russia. The general himself here is asking and letting volunteers know, get prepared, get ready. We're going to call you up <laughs> and we're going to bring you into this war and you are going to have to uh, fight. Um, as a volunteer, so get yourself prepared. What does it say here? The chief of the British Army is set to warn his fellow British citizens that they could be called to fight for king and country in the event of a war with Russia because the military is too small to handle the conflict on its own. General Sir Patrick Sanders, chief of the general staff, will stress the need for ministers to mobilize the nation in the event of a wider conflict against Russia amid its invasion of Ukraine. His warning comes nearly two years after he said that Britain was facing a 1937 moment, a reference to two years leading up to the Second World War. General Sir Patrick, who has been openly critical of short staff uh, shortages in the military, believes there should be a shift in the mindset of the public, he says, who should be willing to defend the UK against the foreign uh, adversaries. But while the army head who's standing down in six months is not thought to have to be in favor of conscription, NATO bosses have warned allied nations to be prepared to take any and all actions necessary to fight Vladimir Putin's forces. Whew. So this is letting everybody know right here, this general is letting everybody know in the UK and pretty much everyone in Europe, putting them all on deck, you are about to be, uh, not just potentially, this is a, this is just the way that they talk when they say you could. If they're already telling you you could be called up, they're preparing to call you up, okay? And they've already 
you know, Russia's already brought probably over a million people up from the Russian population to fight in this war. You got Zelensky in uh, Ukraine, who's called hundreds of thousands of people. He's now got women fighting for him. He's got men over 50, 60 years old fighting for him because all the the youth and the prime from Ukraine have already been wiped out. And uh, even in, um, in Israel, they've called up conscriptions. There's hundreds of thousands of people who've been called up into that draft it's going all around guys it's 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 coming now to uh, to europe and you better believe it's going to come to america if this does not stop and this insanity of this war uh does not stop spreading and he's warning us here right now in other news u.s to commence large-scale military operation the united states will commence a large-scale and sustained military operation against the Houthis in Yemen with no end goal or end date established. This is exactly uh, how the war in Afghanistan began. There was no end goal. There was no specific detail of what they're supposed to be in there doing for how long. Just we're going into a large-scale military operation. U.S. forces are already being moved for the operation. So we're already moving uh, our uh, assets into the area. We've already got uh, uh, tankers, uh, you know, ships. Uh, we've got planes. We've got uh, personnel. Our forces are being moved over there as we speak and add, being added to for this operation. According to covert intel from Yemeni sources, Ansar Allah, the Group representing the Houthis is considering implementing a plan he calls the Alaska Triangle by closing all three of the Middle East main waterways. Bab al-Mandeb Strait, the Strait of Hormuz, and the Suez Canal as well. So these are all three major waterways with a whole lot of supplies and ships pass through it to bring supplies all over the world. And if they end up... uh, bringing this to a close and fight to battle anyone coming into the waterway so that those ships cannot carry cargo to the rest of the world. We're going to see a major impact. Um, I would say we're already seeing it, but it just hasn't fully opened up yet. Uh, But what's going to end up in our shelves, what's going to end up in our gas tanks, all this stuff, all the supplies that we take for granted, it's always available every single day. It comes from these ships. And if these waterways are shut down and these ships cannot travel and deliver cargo to their appropriate targets, this is going to impact uh, major, uh, in major ways the, the, the state of the world's economy. Next news, uh, very serious, Russia and Ukraine NATO escalation. Foreign Minister, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, who arrived here in New York City, has sent a note to NATO countries with respect to them continuing to arm Ukraine. Any cargoes that contain arms for Ukraine would be a legitimate target for Russia. And, uh, uh, Hal Turner says uh, he's trying to get the right translation, but the Russian foreign minister has never used ambiguous language like this before. The problem with this language is the word cargo. Cargo is what is on and being transported by a truck, plane, train or ship 
So for Russia to say any cargoes that contain arms for Ukraine is almost repetitive. Um, of course, it's carrying cargo to, to Ukraine, uh, Ukraine, and of course, it's it's carrying arms most likely there. So they're they're telling us, uh, Russia's telling us, you're a legitimate target. You keep sending all this stuff to Ukraine. They're killing Russian citizens. We're going to attack those passageways. We're going to attack those trains, those those cargo ships. Uh, we're going to stop that from coming into Ukraine and you using that against uh, our, our Russian assets. And this is a major escalation uh, to this present situation between Russia and NATO. World War III continuing to, to open up on us. World War III is continuing to unfold before our very eyes. Nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. We're seeing it as we speak. Another news, European Union agrees to military use against Yemen. So now not only is America involved in uh, uh, this war against the Houthis in Yemen, but now the European Union agrees. EU member states agree on military campaigns to secure merchant ships in the Red Sea. This means military action against Yemen. 27 EU member states agree on military action in the Red Sea. European Union states have reached an agreement in principle to launch a military operation to secure merchant ships to the Red Sea, top EU diplomat says. So now we have uh, the United States and we have the European Union joining forces together hand in hand to attack Yemen, to get uh, uh, involved into this battle going on in Yemen and uh, the surrounding areas as things continue to unfold there. It brings into the whole war, Iran. It brings in, you got Jordan there, which has typically been a peaceful nation. You got Egypt on the other side of Israel. Um, you got uh, Syria. You got um, Lebanon. All this is turning into a huge powder keg. And right now, America and European uh, countries have joined forces to to fight in this area, and it's causing a major escalation in this Middle East war. Sea mines being deployed. Um, this is serious. They're, they're they're putting they're literally dumping out sea mines so that if our ships uh, hit those sea mines. Um, They'll be, they'll be brought down. They'll explode and they'll be brought down and sink. This morning in Yemen, naval forces of that country have begun deploying anti-ship sea mines with the purpose of thwarting an American or British invasion via amphibious landings. A series of high-quality sea mines have now been laid off the coast of Hodaida, Al-Salif, Rad, Abbas, the port of al Lahaya to counter a possible landing operation by U.S. and U.K. Marines from the Red Sea. So Yemen is now preparing for this battle. They know that this is going on. They know that uh, troops are probably going to start entering in onto their soil. Ships have got to come to the shore, just like D-Day, and, and uh, all of our uh, assets will enter into that country and potentially um, uh, battle with the Houthis there in Yemen, and they're setting up already preparing with sea mines to bring down some of our ships. This is this is not just the beginning 
uh, edges of this. This is really starting to ramp up, everybody. This is getting very serious. This is major news. Next news, British oil tanker carrying Russian Napta on fire in the Red Sea after Houthi's missile strike. And this is from Zero Hedge. The British fuel tanker operated on behalf of trading giant Tafigura was on fire after it was struck by a missile as it transited the Red Sea in the most significant attack yet by Yemen Houthi rebels on an oil-carrying vessel. Yemen Houthi said on Friday their naval forces carried out an operation targeting the British oil tanker Marlin Luanda in the Gulf of Aden, causing a fire to break out. They used a number of appropriate naval missiles. The strike was direct, the Houthi military spokesman said in a statement. Firefighting equipment on board is being deployed to suppress and control the fire in one of the cargo tanks on the starboard side. We remain in contact with the vessel and are monitoring the situation carefully. Military ships in the region are underway to provide assistance. The area in question and the Southern Red Sea have been the center of multiple, atta multiple attacks on ships by Houthi militants in recent weeks. Since mid-November, the Houthis have launched nearly daily attacks on vessels transiting the, the waterway in an act of solidarity with Palestinians amid the war between Israel and the militant group Hamas. The conflict has rerouted trade flows as some shippers avoid the key waterway. Again, this is major escalation, everybody, happening now. We're... we're we're literally seeing our cargo ships under attack. Any ships having to do with Israel, any ships having to do with America, any ships that does not have the specific explicit permission to pass through these straits by Iran, by uh, Yemen and the Houthis, by uh, the people who control and are attacking these waterways, uh, you're going to get shot at. And their goal is to hit your ship. Their goal is to bring you down and sink you and cause economic harm and physical harm at all costs to um, bring this battle into further escalation. This is happening right now as we speak. This, this article just came out. I think it just came out today. Uh, Israel attacks Hezbollah airstrip, believed built by Iran to launch drones. In the latest development along Israel's war-torn northern border with Lebanon, new Israeli strikes have taken out an airstrip which served Hezbollah's aerial unit, described as having an Iranian-built runway used to launch drones. So Israel attacked a runway strip that um, was built by Iran to launch drones, and these drones are what is attacking uh, the, the Israel, it's attacking these ships. Uh, this is what uh, they're using to attack bases in Iraq. This uh, uh, strip, airstrip, located in the Kalat Jabor mountain region, and IDF says it was responding to a drone attack on Israel earlier Thursday. Additionally, Hezbollah has continued raining down a large number of missiles on Israel's Mount Moran surveillance base. Israel said the base suffered minor damage. So we, we're getting we're 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 seeing attacks by drones from from Yemen and the Houthis and from uh, uh, other Middle Eastern uh, countries there, and Israel's coming back and responding with attacks, taking out their airstrip, taking out their cargo. We have uh, ships being hit in the Middle East. 
We have Russia and, and Ukraine still battling and threats of any cargo transit of any weapons going into that area will be attacked by Russia. So we have two different huge war fronts, two theaters opening up right now, and it's getting worse by the day. It's only a matter of time before this reaches American shores. According to Israel media, Hezbollah has been trying to harm Israel's aerial defenses with projectile uh, attacks this week that caused damage to a sensitive IDF air traffic control base in northern Israel. It was the such, second such attack on Mount Moran base in recent weeks. Scrolls down. The IDF on Thursday attacked a key Hezbollah Iranian airstrip in Kalat Jabor for launching aerial attacks against Israel in a major escalation between the sides. <sighs> so, guys, this is this is this is just opening up into all-out war right here. It's on our doorstep, and it will not stop unless there is some miraculous peace that comes um, that um, seems extremely unlikely. Uh, at this stage of things. Um, what else we got? Oh, no, another report here of a British oil tanker hit by Yemen, massive fire, and it's sinking. So I believe this is the same ship uh, we talked about before. I just wanted to show you that other headline. Yemen sources claim British naval vessel hit by missile and drones. A single report this morning claiming a British Navy destroyer named Tip 45 was hit by Yemen launch missiles and the and drones in the Gulf of Aden. So this is a whole different ship. This is a British Navy destroyer ship. The ship is reportedly on fire and badly damaged. This is a peculiar and hard to believe claim because the particular British destroyer is an anti-air vessel. Systems on this vessel are specifically designed to protect from missiles, drones, and aircraft. Uh, Additional reports coming in saying the British story has previously fired all its missiles and could not defend itself. And these reports also say the destroyer was hit multiple times by missiles and drones and is taking on water and is expected to sink. So we don't just have, you know, ships getting hit with some with some random projectiles and it's not really causing any damage. We're now seeing ships, warships being hit, being attacked. Being they're taking on water, they're on fire, and are in the process of of sinking into the sea from this war. This is major, 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 major escalation going on here, and I don't know what the next steps are in the coming days, weeks, and months, but it continues to keep escalating. Another news in America here: interesting article came out today. War. This is from Zero Hedge. 25 states rally around Texas as battle brews with Biden over the border. A coalition of red states has rallied around Texas after Governor Greg Abbott invokes the state's constitutional right to self-defense due to the migrant crisis, which he deemed as an invasion. So we all know in America here, there's a massive uh, invasion coming in through the southern border. And I, I don't know uh, what. Uh, our government thinks uh, is going on there, and if these are just all innocent civilians or, or immigrants who want to be civilians, and they're all coming in with pure hearts, we don't want to cause any harm or damage to America. But we can have high hopes all day and think that that's true. 
but I am absolutely positive there are terrorists coming through that border. There are Chinese uh, army or uh, mid, um, um, middle-aged men, Middle Eastern middle-aged men, um, not just um, um, from South America, but all over the world. Um, we're having people coming through this border. We got drugs coming through this door, this border, fentanyl, amongst some other drugs that's causing major harm to American citizens and broken hearts all over this country. And um, uh, a, a ruling came down earlier this week from the Supreme Court, I guess, that said that they could not barb wire, um, Texas could not barb wire their border to stop these immigrants from happening. And so the governor here, uh, Governor Greg Abbott, invokes the state constitutional right to defend itself due to this crisis. And under the constitutional law, he apparently has the authority to do this. These are the red states that also um, are standing by Texas as we speak. And that's half the country. Half of the country right now is in complete support of Texas defending its border. Um, and they've signed a letter letting the government know, letting President Biden know, letting whoever know we stand with Texas and we support them. This is a major upheaving going on right now in uh, an election year. Uh, and the stakes are extremely high. Uh, and I'm not going to get into politics here, but this is fertile ground for a civil war that could potentially play out in our country. It just continues to fall down further and further into the abyss. And all of us here in America who are watching it unfold, who feel like we're trapped in the U.S. watching our country fall apart. Um, I just want to let you know that the Lord sees what's going on and he has declared what is to come. And, uh, we're going to get into uh, today's prophetic word and parlay that in and dot, connect the dots between what's happening here in the news and what is the Lord saying in this hour. So today's prophetic word is actually two of them, but this first one is um, both of them actually from a mighty prophetic woman of God. Her name is Vicki Goforth Parnell. Uh, she's one of the few prophets that I'm aware of that is hearing what the spirit of the living God is saying in this hour with incredible clarity. Um, it's nothing sugar, sugar coated that the Lord is speaking to her about. She's getting up, she's writing it. She's having dreams, visions two or three times. She asks the Lord, do I, do I release it? And she doesn't release it until he tells her to. Um, she always, has scripture that the Lord has given to her after the message to tie everything in. So this was a prophetic word that was given to her on uh, May 8th, last year, 2023. And this is the Lord speaking. The heart of this people is far from me, daughter. They profess to know me, to serve me, but it is a lie. I know their hearts. So into war and captivity you will go. I have sent disasters upon disasters to your land. 
I smote your food supplies and your ability to produce by allowing Satan, your enemy, to defile your lands. All because you have forgotten me, the true and living God of heaven. I am the great I am, creator of all, creator of good. Seek me, I cried, for I knew the cost you would have to pay if you turned from me. Your heart instead turned to the idols of money, possessions, fame, favoritism among the world. I am a just God, a loving God, a God of patience. I am not, am I not long suffering towards you as you defiled yourselves with the world? Yes, yes, I am very long suffering. Have not I began drying up the great bodies of water in your, in your land and that of the world, O Babylon? No longer a wife to me, but a woman of idolatry and whoredoms. Have I not sent storm upon storm to wake you up, mildew and blastings of mold upon your lands and habitations? O people of Babylon, once called beloved America to me, not anymore. I sent my son, my very own beloved son, so you could be free from death, from the wages of your sin, so you could be free and reside with me eternally in my heaven, created for all who live godly in me through my son, my son, Jesus. I see your hearts, O people of Babylon and people of the world. I see your blackened hearts and I hear your evil thoughts, thoughts of hatred, thoughts of lust, thoughts of bitterness and regrets, thoughts of idolatry to those false gods you have so eagerly embraced to your bosom. O foolish, foolish people of Babylon, people of the world, I would have saved you through my son. His sacrifice made a way for all. His price he, the, he paid covered all of mankind from the beginning to the end. My greatest gift, our greatest gift to you, mankind, from your loving Savior and God. I am withdrawing now as I have forewarned my great hand of mercy. Fully from the stiff-necked, arrogant, and prideful, of all walks of your life, for sin is not picky in who it destroys. Babylon, I speak solely to you now once again, your whoredoms against me. Your holy God have only increased in majority of your people. Your murdering hands continually shed the blood of the innocent, no longer hidden below the hidden rituals and sacrifices. But now... Uh, known by the laws of your sin-sick government. Withdraw my spirit from those who continually blaspheme my name, and he, my spirit, my Holy Spirit, reprobates to me you have all now become. Now to those who profess to know me intimately, who profess my son Jesus as their Lord, even having accepted into their hearts, but now live a double standard life of pursuing the world while professing to love me. I give you this word of justice and judgment now. For I have waited as long as I'm going to for you to change your double standard of living. Remember, I see through the facade, the grand charade you present to the world in your lives. I see straight through to your hearts. My son, Jesus, now spits you out in disgust. For you cannot serve two masters. You either serve one or the other. No decision is serving your enemy, Satan by your own omission of choice. I take from you as Babylon falls, your homes, your money, your businesses, and your churches. 
I take from you everything you place in your hearts above me, including some of your people. My last act of giving mercy pre-assigned by me in love for you to have one more moment in time to finally decide before you're spewed out is my returning three days of darkness. I'm going to pause here real fast. Some of you may not know or understand what the three days of darkness is. I'm going to get into this further, into um, what this means on a future podcast. But just like in Egypt, where there was three days of darkness in Egypt, where people could not see the hand in front of their face, this plague is going to come back again. And we're all going to see it and experience it in its um True form. It says here, the Lord continues, a plague among plagues. The darkness that comes is your last chance to repent for most. Before your nation and world are thrust into the horrors of war, not ever seen upon your world before. War that melts the very flesh off your bones, while others are plagued with sickness therein. For most shall bring forth death. An example of what sin looks like within one's soul a fitting punishment for a godless nation that has caused so many others who looked upon you for hope as a light, a beacon of hope, that city on a hill that you have led in debauchery, sin, and further idol worshiping. Babylon, America, you have blood on your hands. Murderous you are, destroyer of nations, lost hopes and dreams, destroyer of the innocent in so many ways. You shall embrace further your sins of sodomy and homosexuality and other great abomination sins with your flesh. Your holy temple I made for you, and in return for your failure to repent and to return to me, I bring forth diseases and plagues which you have never seen before in your world. Then who will look upon your fallen beauty, O people of Babylon? Who will lust after one another? When all they see is dead, rotting flesh, you will, for sin, you have become. My children, my children who truly love me, seek me and desire to know me, who come before me by my way, by way of my son, those who truly seek him with all their hearts. I speak to you in great love, in my heart to you. I love you. I will not fail you. My hand is never too short to reach you. My ears always hears your cries, your utterances, and your thoughts. I will move heaven and earth for you. It is within my power to do so. I will part your red seas and cause you to walk unscathed in the fire. I will cause water to spring forth, water out of a rock if needed, and cause poisoned food to be purified. I will cause the sea to fill your nets with fish, your clothes and shoes to never fail plus so much more for all who trust me now and who trust me later. Those who pray to me in faith, believing through my son Jesus, in Jesus' name, for in his name I have placed all power. And through his name you can continually hope. You can continually come before me in my throne room, where I sit on my throne of grace available to you at all times. All times, my children, where time has no limit for me. Time was created for you to live by upon your world, the earth. I am ready to send my son. It is by my command alone he comes, whether you are ready or not. And I see that most of you are not. Most of you cling to remnants of this world. 
So into the plague of darkness you shall go. Those of mine who are aware of the coming darkness, and when it strikes, you only you have only light by candles. You know to repent. Pause here. So when I get into more detail of this on a further podcast, I'll explain it. But basically, when this darkness hits and it covers the earth for three days, all we're going to have is that moment of time left to repent in America. Um, and the Lord is saying, those who are aware of this coming darkness, when it strikes, and you only have light by candles, now it's it, you're, it's your time to know every second of that moment in that darkness, you've got to repent and cry out to the Lord. You've got to get your life right. And the Lord continues, there's still sin in your life. Get the sin out and repent. For my son's return is at hand. Those of mine who have refused to heed the warnings given by my sons, daughters, and prophets of mine that know it is coming, but not, but not what to do when it strikes. A hard time you shall have surviving such a time if you don't call upon my son's name in the darkness. And some of mine who are unaware of the coming three days of darkness, when finding they have any no power of electricity, you will know to pray by my Holy Spirit for protection and to repent. If they don't repent and still love me after my father comes into the tribulation days, they shall go make up some of those who must endure until the end. Is it not fair and just for those who profess to love me and serve me and know my word? Yes, it is. All shall see, all shall see the darkness of three days, a plague of plagues. It shall cover the whole earth. After time of displaying colorful, dan- colorful dancing lights that cover the sky across the whole world. Am I not a God of my word? Is it not written? What has come to pass shall come forth again. I am God. I am the great. I am. I have spoken and it shall be done. Thus saith the Lord. So to summarize, to summarize what's going on, the Lord has has made it very clear after many warnings, after much, uh, many tears that have come forth that America is set for judgment. He's made us completely aware of the sins of this nation, the evil and wickedness that rules this nation, the innocent blood that's been shed in this nation, and innocent blood that's been shed all over the world because of this nation. He has warned, he has warned, he has warned for this country to fall on its knees and to repent. And he's saying, I'm done. How terrible is it to fall into the judgment of the Lord when he turns from you and doesn't look your way anymore and he says, I'm done with you. This has happened in the past. And those nations, and even Israel being one of those nations, went into complete slavery, was wiped out, destroyed, uh, temples torn down. You turn away from the living God and you reject him. And he rejects you. You are in major trouble. And this country is in major trouble. There is a target on this nation. 
known in the heavens as Babylon now. We can go into Revelation and talk about Babylon all day, and I will teach on that as well. But this is going to come. And there's a second prophetic word that Vicky um, has, and it's just short, but it speaks of um, the splitting of our land. And I talked briefly about this in the, in the last newscast that I had on the prophetic word that was brought forth there that uh, Prophet Maurice Kalar saw the country of America, the, our nation being split down the middle from the Great Lakes all the way to the Gulf Coast and filled in with water because we divided the land of Israel. And it happened immediately after according to what he saw. And many other prophetic men and women of God have seen the same thing. Well, here's a second person. Vicki Goforth Parnell hearing the word of the Lord. And they don't know each other. To my knowledge, Vicki and, and Maurice are not friends hanging out, comparing notes and saying the same stuff. These were given at different times, at different places, under different circumstances. But this is the word of the Lord here. And we'll get into it. America splits into... Word and vision, May 17th, 2022. He will split Israel. It has already been split by promises from a prior president. But your fake JB, who isn't even the real JB, but a misrepresentation of his true self, shall declare to the Muslims in a line causing Israel to be split. I divide your land over to America. Babylon, you shall be split. You shall fall. You're falling now. I strike, you split. I command, you divide. Look, look and see, daughter of faith, of grace, of mercy, and of understanding. Look and see. I am seeing with my eyes open a map of the United States with Kelly Green background. I see in the air above our nation a massive hand that has appeared holding a sword. It strikes and hits America point down and strikes into the northern area near Michigan. But I'm not 100% sure because geography is not one of my strong points, she says. But it's that general area. I hear rumbling, a great rumbling noise. And now the green background is gone, and it is a world map I see with a huge sword sticking straight up out of America. From the impact point of the sword's blade, I see blue lightning, and a, the ground begins shaking fiercely. The rumbling is louder. Oh, Jesus, what is happening? I divide your nation, O oh, beloved daughter. I split her in two. For have I not warned all not to touch my anointed? Have I not warned man not to split my nation of Israel, my chosen people? The grand, then the ground begins opening up with cracks, and our nation splits in two halves, and we are united no more. Water fills the space where travel isn't even possible unless by boats or airplanes. Oh, Jesus, please help us. Daughter, I have warned and I have toiled for sinner man to repent and return to me, but they have refused. In doing so, they have overstepped my warnings of many things. Judgment time is here. I split your land, O oh daughter of faith, of grace, of mercy, and understanding. I split it now, and now the vision is gone. So this is the word of the Lord today on this newscast. And 
we see this is unfolding before our very eyes. They are fiercely working right now as we speak behind the scenes, trying to find a two-state solution with Palestine and Israel. And this will involve splitting Israel and the maps thereof. And the Lord is saying very clearly, when that peace agreement is made, a massive, 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 massive earthquake is going to hit, is going to strike America right down the middle. And we're going to be divided right in middle. We split their land. He's going to split our land. This is terrifying. Um, this is this is a major humbling word from the Lord. Both words are very humbling. We have to stay close to the Lord. What did the Lord say in the first prophetic word? That those of, of my children seek me and seek my face and continue to press in and repent of their sins and walk with, with the Lord every single day. When these judgments hit, he can protect us. He can provide for us. He can turn poison food into healthy food. He can turn pestilence aside where it's killing everyone on our left and on our right. He can make death retreat from us. It's time to get your lives right with the Lord. What do we do now? We pray, we repent, we read the word of God, and we do what it says every day. It's simple. We make it so hard, but it's simple. Just spend some time with the Lord. Read the words that he has given to us and just do more of what he says every day until we do everything he says. Make every effort to do this. Number two, prepare for tough times. Uh, if martial law is declared tomorrow, how long do you could you survive with the supplies you have in your home? Do you have a, a few days of, of food and water in your home? Do you have a week? And not just for yourself. Do you have enough food for your children or your wife? I'm telling you now, if you do not have six months to a year's worth of food, dry food, whether it be in Mylar bags that you can purchase on Amazon, there's plenty of places. And I'll be promoting some places where you can go get some quality dry food and some other supplies as the podcast continues to grow. There's some names and some companies that I'm going to support. But whatever you do, I don't care if you're just getting dry food from the grocery store. While you have time, stock up and store as much dry food and as much water as you can. Um, your garage, if you have a home, your garage should be filled with bottles of water cases. You should have 50, 60 cases of water, more than that, minimum. If you have a home full of children and, and a wife to, to feed, uh, you need to have dry food. You need to have water. Do you have an alternative energy source? Do you have, um, it could be a power generator or a solar power generator. Um, those are going to come in handy if you want to keep the fridge rolling when power goes out. Um, and uh, solar power generators are completely quiet. You can keep them in the house and run a cable outside to your solar panel or several solar panels to charge. And you can run your home when there's no electricity on that. And a power generator is equally as good. The problem is with a power generator, a fuel generator, is they make noise. It's a motor that you got to start. And people are going to be able to hear that. And it's not safe. 
to keep a, a fuel generator in your home because of the the fumes. You have to keep it outside where people can hear. But solar power is completely quiet. Do you have any home defense? Can you defend your home? And that doesn't mean you need to go out and get um, uh, all kinds of crazy guns and and rifles and and just get ridiculous. All I'm saying is, do you know how to defend your home? Even if you have just bare hands, can you defend yourself? Can you defend your family? Do you have spears? Do you have do you have um, uh, pepper spray? Not, and that's not going to do much, but. Do you have anything that you could use to defend your home? Do you have cash on hand, precious metals to barter with? This is all going to be important because you're not going to be able to pull money out the ATMs during times of this tribulation. You are not going to be able to pay for stuff. You're not going to be able to pay for gas. You're not going to be able to pay for normal things when stuff really starts hitting the fan. So you need to have some silver on hand. And again, I'm not giving anybody professional financial advice. I'm no financial advisor. I'm just telling you things that I do and things that I think of that are, that are suggestions to think about and consider. Um, do you have a shortwave radio? Something that you can listen to uh, uh, broadcasts going on outside of America or certain places in America that may still have power, but you don't know what's going on because there's no news. There's no TV. There's no cell phones. There's no way to get information. Having a shortwave radio is clutch in these situations for be able to get information with. Do you have alternate ways to communicate? CB, radio, walkie-talkie, satellite phone, etc. Be thinking of these things. You need to have three to six months minimum of supplies per family member in your house. Do you have an alternative place to go? That's away from uh, the major population, from, from in the city, if you live downtown. In a major city, do you have a place where you can go when things start falling apart? Do you have a secondary location where you can build a community with others and work together to grow food and y'all protect each other and work in tandem? You need to be thinking about these things. You need to be making moves. And because this is still playing out, um, we got to understand that this is a balance. This is a complete balance that we got to have because we know these things are coming. All right. I'm a watchman on the wall. I'm blowing the trumpet. I'm letting you guys know. It doesn't mean you quit your job, crawl up in a corner and cry. It means be aware. Tough times are coming and you need to prepare your heart for the things that are to come. So when it is, you are not caught off guard. You are not going crazy and everyone else around you probably will. You have to have peace in the storm. You need to have a plan. And you need to be able to transition into that plan, prepare your heart for it. Keep pursuing your dreams and your passions every day. Keep working. Keep putting your hand to the to, to the plow. But walk in a balance where you're keeping your eyes on the things we need to do every single day. But be aware. Be aware that judgments are coming on America. We need to stay close to him at all costs. And he'll protect us in the days to come. Please follow us. Trappedintheus.com is the official website. Again, www.trappedintheus.com. Follow our IG, our Facebook, our YouTube here, our Rumble. And on our Patreon, support our channel, everybody. Support this channel. There's 
two different memberships on there. You could you could sign up for it's a five dollar membership and a ten dollar membership each month. It's a small amount of money to pay to help support a broadcast that's bringing the truth, bringing real news to you, and breaking down that news and correlating it with biblical prophecy. I'm only doing the things that God has given me to do. I'm being obedient to him and I'm trusting by faith that he's going to provide and you are the ones that he'll choose. So please um, go to Patreon. It's five, even if it's $5 a month, just feel, just give whatever you can do. It will help cover the costs that it takes to be able to run this podcast. And I'm eternally thankful Appreciate you guys for your time. Thank you for listening in to the Trapped in, in the U.S. podcast and this special newscast bulletin. Until next time, talk to you later. God bless.